Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. All right, so I do have a bit of a warning. Uh, We're going to talk about forgiveness today, but I'm going to share kind of an insight that I had last week on my retreat. So here's the warning. If you're a regular listener, you understand I do not use swear words. I just have a large vocabulary. There's no reason for it, right? However, if you're new, (laughs) I want you to know there's over a thousand podcast episodes that you can listen to uh, if, if that is a problem for you. I am going to say a swear word. Uh, I just want you to know that. Also, we have some people here. We have a younger audience. Uh, we have, uh, I, th- I think about 10% of our listeners are actually under the age of 20. Um, so I'm going to use a swear word. I'm sure you guys don't care, but uh, just... There you go. It's a warning. So if that's a problem for you, you could just turn this off and, you know, come back tomorrow. All right. But I'm using it very intentionally. So as I was on this uh, retreat, um, one of the days, uh, I can't remember which day, but long story short, we were doing some work. And you could sense that the room, based on what we were doing, we were talking about fears and things like that, but it was unsettled. And that's a good word for it. Unsettled, not, there was not a lot of peace because when you, when you reach down into your soul and kind of stir things around, guess what? It doesn't feel so pleasant. So, um, we all decided we were going to do a psyche balance, which is a beautiful thing because it helps to transform your perception. So really in that moment, it helps you to release the stress of being unsettled. And I love doing that. Um, also Psyche asks you to, uh, you, you have to ask for permission, um, from your subconscious and also superconscious. So whatever, whatever term for your highest power is, you have to ask for permission that it's safe and, and appropriate for you to actually do that balance. Now, a grand majority of the time, the answer is yes. Like, oh, you want more peace? Your highest power isn't going to say no, right? However, in that moment, mine did said, yeah, actually you don't get permission for this. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I was told, you need to sit in your anger for a little bit because you don't do that. And I was like, what? I don't want to do that. Uh, Because for me, uh, as a child, especially um, showing anger, actually having anger, but uh, expressing anger was a dangerous thing. Um, The the house that I grew up in, you do not express your anger. You will get um, punished and probably severely. And so for me, I was like, what? I'm supposed to feel my anger? And I was actually angry at that. So, um, one of the things that, that came as a lesson or a message for me, and I, I decided everybody else decided that they wanted to go and, and do, I don't know what they were doing, something fun. I don't know. And I was told, nope, just stay back. And I think maybe they were going out to eat. I don't know. And so I was, uh, at the pool and I was in this little inner tube and, and I was floating, just being angry. And one of the things that popped up for me was, uh, yes, I have done amazing forgiveness work in my life. Uh, if you want to know more about forgiveness and, and my kind of journey and what I've learned, I've done a ton of teaching on it. Go into our search engine link, which is in the description of this episode, click on the link and then go, um, the keyword is just forgiveness and you'll hear a ton that I've talked about in the past. So I know that I have forgiven the the people, the situations, the events, uh, even myself for these things, but I didn't experience the anger 
I didn't allow myself to go there before I forgave. I didn't allow myself to acknowledge that what happened should not have happened. Right. I, I didn't, uh, I, I didn't experience that anger before I forgave. And so the result was, uh, I had this deep anger that actually was being stored in my body. Um, what, one of the things that, uh, we know is that anger is actually one of the first emotions that, that a child learns. And it's one of the last emotions to be mastered. Okay. Cause most people typically take their anger and they deny it, they suppress it, or they pretend it away. Right. But anger turned inward can turn into all kinds of things. Okay. It can turn into depression, um, martyrdom, right? Everybody else is better than me. Um, uh, poor me attitude, right? A victim mentality, uh, because you've got this anger, but you can't express it. Right. So check, 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 check for me. Okay. In my life, I've experienced all of that. Uh, and also in particular cultures, showing your anger is seen as being impolite. So what we do is we turn it inside instead of expressing it. Uh, it's really interesting because um, when you study like the, the metaphysics so of, of health and healing, so that means uh, your, your mental and emotional bodies, how they affect, actually spiritual, mental, and emotional, how they affect your physical body, okay? fascinating. And if you want to know more about that, let me know. But that that's like a, I don't know, a million podcast episodes in one. But when you look at the metaphysical connections between um, certain organs uh, and anger, there are three big organs where it shows up. So one is the gallbladder. Uh, one is the pancreas and um, uh, gallbladder, pancreas and liver. Okay. And also your skin. Okay. So four. Okay. Liver, gallbladder, pancreas, and skin. Guess what? Check, 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 check. Got them all. Okay. Had my gallbladder removed when I was 19. Uh, I've been on a healing journey with my liver for quite some time. Uh, I was diagnosed at 35 with, um, uh, diabetes after my three sugar cube children, uh, gestational diabetes. Uh, and then, you know, I've had several kind of skin things pop up in the last 10 years. Okay. So when I read that, I was like, Oh, what, what is this? Right. And related to anger. What? And in effect, what was happening is I was turning my anger into my body and it was, it was causing, um, not only resentment of people and things and, and myself, but also this need to control, right? Because if I can't express my anger, I, I let me just try to control other people. And it's interesting because, um, other than your skin, but, but when you have stuff happening with your skin, think about it as an irritation. You've been irritated with something and you haven't let it out. So like, okay, you were just irritated with that conversation and you didn't tell the person how you felt. Maybe you end up with a little, you know, little skin rash, right? But your liver, your pancreas and your gallbladder all have to do with your digestion, so think about it this way. When you're swallowing your words and your feelings without expressing them, it's messing up with your digestion, right? So it actually can cause um, too much toxicity in your liver. 
So uh, lately I've been on this journey to understand more about my liver and how can I be kind to it. So I'm, I'm kind of dating my liver at the moment. I know it sounds weird, but it, go with it. Uh, it can cause pancreas issues, which is really um, diabetes is considered the loss of joy and sweetness in life. Because if you're holding internally to, onto your anger, how can you have joy and sweetness in life? And, you know, it can cause a lot of pain with, with gallbladder issues. It can cause gallstones, right? You're literally turning your anger into gallstones and that inflammation in your skin. So all of this, when we're turning that inside, one of the things that happens too is we excel at creating guilt and unhappiness around us because it's almost like, you know, we want other people to feel as bad as we do. We don't understand that if we just expressed our anger, we wouldn't feel so bad, right? And other people are not going to die at our anger. My mom was the queen of the guilt trip, right? Um, instead of saying what she really wanted, she just laid out the guilt trip because she thought that that was safer for her to do so. Um, you know, for a person who has OCD or control issues, uh, it's really their safety mechanism. And a lot of times it's because they have anger that is unexpressed. And when they begin to start to express that anger over what's happening in life, some of those other issues start to clear up, right? And, uh, you know, when, when uh, I remember when I, uh, especially I it was in my phase that I call the dinosaur mom. Like I, I just had a lot going on in my life and there was a lot that I was angry about that I could not express. And so I was yelling at the kids all the time. So my focus was on how the kids, you know, were bad or needed to be, you know, disciplined. Um, but in reality, it was me that just needed to let go of some anger. Okay. So I'm going to share with you three kind of quick fixes, if you will. Um, obviously this is a, a deep seated thing. So you really need to understand what is your relationship with anger? Do you express it? Do you not? If you don't, why not? Where did that come from? Allow yourself to do it, uh, in a safe way. So one is actually called a shouting practice. Um, you literally, it's very simple. Um, you just in a safe place, in a safe way, you shout, you know, we teach this to preschoolers, uh, grab a pillow, just shout into it. Right. The research actually shows us that when you, um, when you shout and scream, um, there is an endorphin rush and a reoxygenation of your blood. So, you know, much like when you do meditation and you calm your mind, uh, you can have that, that reoxygenation as well, but you're in an energy that's a very active energy when you're in anger. So letting it out through the screams is actually really good. Okay. So even if you can't, uh, you know, uh, tell other people why you're angry, try screaming. Okay. Some of you, you're going to have to now buy a really nice pillow when you're in your office. Okay. <laughs> Some of you, you're going to have it in your car and you're just going to take a lot of breaks. All right. Now this is another, um, uh, swearing. Swearing is actually, there's been some research that has shown that when you um, swear, whether you're angry or, or excuse me, whether you're screaming or not, but when you're swearing, there's actually another endorphin push. Okay. Because what you're doing when you're screaming and, and you're swearing is that you're exhausting the energy of the anger experience. So you have something that has happened. It's created a ton of, 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 um, energy in you, right? Remember emotions, 
are energy in motion. So you have a lot of energy in your system right now and you got to let it out somehow. It's like that you're in a pressure boiler and you got to let off a little bit of that steam, right? So you've got um, exhaust the energy of the anger experience. You can do that through swearing. You can do that through shouting, right? I created, and uh, I'm going to swear now, so get used to it. I created the fuck you balance. Okay. Now what this is, is that when I was in that pool, I was like, okay, I gotcha. I understand this, you know, from a, a conceptual level. So I went through all these experiences and I never said, Hey, that shouldn't have happened. Right. So for example, you know, certain perpetrators, Hey, that abuse should have never happened. Right. And so as a, a balance in psyche, this is really just a transformative experience. So for almost an hour, I went through all of these major things that happened in my life, you know, like, Hey mom, you know, that, you know, the, the way that you physically abuse me should never have happened. Fuck you. Hey, you know, perpetrator of that sexual abuse, that absolutely should never have happened. Fuck you. All the way to, you know, there was a lot of fuck me's in there too. Okay. There was a lot of times where I had to say, Michelle, you should never have done that to yourself. You should never have done that to somebody else. Fuck you for that. You know? And in reality, what I was doing is I was using that as a way to let off that, that anger that had been piling up in my system over years. Now, had I forgiven my mom and, and the, the abuse perpetrators and myself? Absolutely. But the anger was still stored in my body. And I got to tell you, man, my digestion is a lot better. And actually I've got some these um, skin irritations that are clearing up. So I'm going to continue to do that and, and try not to store that anger in my body, right? So I guess what I'm saying is that for me, uh, I came to this realization that, yeah, you know, forgiveness is really important, but sometimes you got to do fuck you before you do the forgiveness part, right? That's an important part of letting that, that steam off. So, you know, do one of these three fixes and then, then try to peacefully connect with your heart, right? So, you know, let's say something happened at work and, uh, you know, your, your boss just was kind of a jerk, right? And you're sitting in your car and, And you're like, you know what, man, fuck you. That should have never happened. You should have never said that in that meeting. That was not appropriate, right? Obviously don't say this to your boss. Okay. I'm saying say this in a safe environment, right? Whatever term you want to use, you don't have to use that. Fuck you. You can use whatever, but acknowledge that should not have happened. And then connect with your heart, right? And say, okay, what do I want instead? Okay. Is there an opportunity for me to say something to, maybe I don't have to tell them how angry I am. You can, if you want, or you could just say, I felt like that was a little inappropriate. Let's, let's change that. Or perhaps this particular person doesn't listen. Right. And so saying something really won't help. So in that moment, what does your heart really want for you instead? Right. But when we try to connect with our heart and forgive, Um, we actually might be able to do that. We can calm our mind. We can calm our energy. We can connect with our heart. We can forgive. We can step into our future. And if we never acknowledge that it shouldn't have happened in the first place, we might be storing that anger. Okay. So just consider that. Um, see what you think about that again. Hey, I'm not going to apologize for the swearing today because it was very purposeful and I hope it was useful to you. Go, uh, you know, examine your own relationship with anger and see what comes up for you. Okay. 
And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye. Mm-hmm.